Hey, before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you about a place where dreams are made. If one of your New Year's resolutions is to get into the studio, finally get around to recording, maybe it's a single, an EP or an album, something you might have been talking about for a few years now, Bangers and Moss Studios in Hardy's Bay on the central coast of New South Wales is a place for you. Bob Trigg, he runs the show there. We only just recently had him on the podcast uh, a few months ago. The studio was completed in July of last year. That's 2022, so it's pretty spanking new and offers a comfortable and relaxed space. He's got all the gear there as well, so you don't really have to bring anything. He's got the drums, guitars, amps, the whole lot. It's ideal for bands, singers-songwriters, even for people like me, podcasters. Anyone who really wants to make a noise... It's all happening at Bangers and Mosh Studio. Say good day to Bob. Head to bangersandmosh.com. That's bangers with a Z. Now it's time for today's episode. Let's go, boys. The Street Press Podcast with Sean Fraser. For a start, there are not enough white men doing podcasts. I've got to always support that when that comes along. I was talking to a mate today at a baby queue. We didn't cook a baby. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that yeah. was. I just want to thank you. Yeah, no, it was me. He wouldn't shake our hand until he finished putting on his glove. Imagine what he's like during the pandemic. <laughs> well, I got you here for the podcast after your big night last oh. night, so I'm stoked with that. I get a thrill knowing that you're doing what you're doing. That's good. Well, I don't know what I'm doing today. We're just sort of just winging it. Did you moon Kylie Minogue? Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Street Press Podcast. My name is Sean Fraser. Coming to you live from Fingal Bay in New South Wales. I'm on a holiday at the moment and uh, I'm sitting in a caravan right now. Uh, only a couple of hundred metres from the beach. Sun is shining and I'll be cracking a beer shortly. Uh, but first, we've got to get into today's episode. It is a cracker. Uh, this guy, Tim Vantel, he is from the Netherlands, currently residing in Germany. And I first heard of Tim a couple of years ago now, I think it was 2017, and um, I was cruising around in my car and I heard this. I don't want to walk with bare feet on these gold and dirty streets where the only thing that shines is neon light. And I instantly fell in love. And I had to go through his catalogue then. That song is called Lost in the Unknown. And it is on the Burning Desires album, but I had a look through. Got plenty of good tunes out there. Reminds me of Mill and Colin, actually. And uh, that's probably why I loved him so much. And uh, I hit him up recently, sent him an email, and I said, Tim, this is what I do. I've got this podcast. I talk to artists. We can talk about anything you want. He wrote straight back and said... Absolutely, let's do it. And uh, we hit it off, actually, Tim and I. We uh, got a lot of things in common. We actually have the same guitar, we found out in this interview, (laughs) which I was pretty shocked to see. We actually cover a lot of ground in this one. He talks about a CD that he was given 20 years ago of a band that he just fell in love with, and it was the reason that he got into music. Fast forward two decades, and now he's actually on tour and he's been playing with this band Uh, So it's a dream come true for him. We talk about why it's probably not a good idea to release an album during the middle of a pandemic. A lot of bands did it, a lot of solo artists as well. But uh, we talk about probably the the reason it's not a great business decision to do such a thing. We talk about the possibility of him coming down under to Australia. He was going to be here in March of this year, but that's been scrapped now. He'll be here next year in 2024. And we talk about how rough it can be to leave your family behind and head off on a three-month stretch. Let's get him on. Here's my interview with Tim Vandal. 
How are you? I'm doing very well. Now, usually when I have someone on the podcast, there's never a three, two, one. We're in the podcast. As soon as this Zoom thing starts recording, we're we're on. So well, perfect. Well, you could have, you could have at least warn me, but no, that, that's all good. It's still, you know, for the people up there, it, it's it's really well for me. It's still early here. I'm exhausted, but uh, yeah. Other than that, I'm ready. At the moment, I'm uh, I'm in a caravan right now in Australia. It's boiling hot. We're sort of like I've got the dog and I've got the partner here, and and we're just sort of on a little holiday just after Christmas kind of thing. And I nice. was like, got to get Tim on. And my partner, she loves your music, so she's like, I'll take I'll take the dog for a walk, and uh, you do whatever you got to do. So, uh, <laughs> oh, nice. Well, you, so you're, you're having a little little Dutch holiday then, because we, we, the Dutch people are known for for traveling with caravans. I don't know if you did know oh, that, okay. but uh, yeah, yeah right. the Germans where where I live now, they always make fun of the Dutch people <laughs> because they always drag the caravans anywhere. So yeah, are you enjoying your holiday so far? I'm loving it. Yeah, it's 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 bloody hot though. It's it's very warm. Um, but we're about 200 meters from the beach, so I've been at the beach all day. Nice, loving it, living it up. Um, have you got a caravan? No, not at all. No, no. I, I think I think I'm the only Dutch person who doesn't, <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. No, but I, I I would love to swap because it's it's getting cold up here in the mountains. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, yeah. I don't know. I know I'm I'm up for for a little a little summer yeah <laughs> some beach you know yeah well I wish nice. this I wish this caravan was mine but it's not mine it's uh it's my partner's family's caravan and they always say uh, if anyone wants to use it just go for it and whenever summer comes around I'm like yes nice. I want to use it I want to use it right now <laughs> yeah but but that's even better because then you don't have to you know take much care of it and you can just take it whenever you want so uh, yeah nice man. I'm just a little bit jealous. Yeah, I would love to. And oh man, beach right now. Yeah, I could use some. What's the temp over there at the moment? Is it cold? It must be cold where you are. You got you got you got a beanie on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a long sleeve shirt. Yeah, no, it's uh, no, it it is it is cold. It's not as cold as it it should be. That, that's weird. Um, we have uh, right now. I think it's about zero, so like freezing point. Um, I live now in in, in Germany for I don't know. I live here longer, but like for the last six years here in the mountains in the German Alps. And normally we we should have snow and we should go skiing and snowboarding and stuff. But uh, yeah, there's not much snow at the moment. No, but it's all good actually because we uh, we 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 moved to a new house to a new place, and uh, the heating system we don't get it really, and and like we are just we just throwing like it's all <laughs> it's like all on oil, and it's like it is like. It's so much money right now, you know, and it's it's all so exp- here. It's so expensive right now, the heating and everything. So for us, it's just a massive shock. So as long as as the temperature doesn't go way below zero, yeah. we're still good. If it goes below zero, like much more, then we have a we have a little bit of a problem. Like you said, times are tough. Like if if we didn't have this uh, caravan, thanks to my partner's family, we wouldn't have gone on a holiday because times are. Really tough Crazy, at the right? moment. There's, there's no way we would just stay at home. Like we, is that yeah? Because because I have to be honest. Like I I really don't know what the situation is in Australia. Um, uh, I, I well I only know here, of course. Um, and and we have a we have a massive uh, I don't know energy, oil, gas problem because of the war in Ukraine. It's all happening here. Yeah. Uh, it's the same as well. Exact oh, man. Same. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. And normally, normally it wouldn't hurt us as much, but now we have uh, an own place 
that we own and 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 hey it, it hits hard it's it's really yeah. like like normally the amount that we have to pay right now for just to keep the house warm would normally be the same amount of money as we rent the place you know and 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 i'm shocked i did not know that and i'm like how am i gonna do this i mean i will find a way but i'm i'm, I'm just a little bit scared but other than that hey as long as we're healthy we're all happy yeah. that's all that matters right well everything was good in australia um, in terms of just at the back end of the, of when things were pretty serious for us. And then everything uh, went up, like everything went up and everyone I know is feeling the pinch. So it has not been a good crazy. time. I guess it's everywhere then, man. It just, yeah, that's, that's, it's, I hope, I hope everyone gets through it, you know, and I hope that whole, uh, especially the war, of course, you know, like any war, but I hope it will all be over soon, man. It's it's so sad. And 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 at the end, this this is just our problem right now. You know, like if it's only like I c- cannot imagine how it how it is for for them. And 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 sometimes I'm I feel a little bit guilty by complaining about these things. They're minor problems in this grand scale of what's actually exactly, happening. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But look, how have you been, man? I want to tell you a story. I um, the year would have been 2017. And yeah. I was dry. I was driving around, and I had the flu. And you would use, nowadays you wouldn't leave the house if you had the flu, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the good old days when it was just the flu, right? I was driving around. It was probably the back end of the flu, and I was like listening to some of my favorite bands. And then your voice came on, "Lost in the Unknown." Okay, yeah. And I was very, very intrigued. And since that day. I've listened through your album so many times. Oh, nice. That Burning Desires album, I just always go back to it. When I want to put on an album that I know I'm going to enjoy start to finish, it's Burning mm-hmm. Desires. It's a well-crafted okay. record, that one. Well, thank you very much. That's uh, that's a nice <laughs> compliment to start the day with. No, yeah. Well, what, and it's actually, actually um, written, now it's probably one of my, my favorite songs to play, Lost to the Unknown, but that song almost didn't make it to the record. Wow. It's my wife that said, put that song on the record, you know, oh. and since then I always listen to her. <laughs> no, 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 but it's, uh, I guess it must have been Spotify or some kind of streaming service, right? Yes, it was Spotify. So but that's great because, you know, a lot of people are complaining and I totally, I totally get it, you know, about Spotify, all the other streaming services, the amount that they pay the artist. And of course yep. it could be a lot more. It would, it would actually be nice. But other than that, like how crazy is it? That that on the other side of the world, there's this guy having the flu, <laughs> driving around, <laughs> listening to my songs, and a couple of years later, we are talking together. Yeah, you know, and, and that's all because of that, you know. And that's um, I'm not complaining about that whole Spotify thing, you know. Yeah, it's not a lot of money, but if if you're in if you're in it for the money, you should you should get another job. That's that's all I want to say. But do you think this would have happened if only you had a CD out? There was no streaming. No, I don't think I would have. Especially no, no. No, no, that, 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 no, exactly. And, and I, I already got a bunch of shows and, 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 and met my best friends only because of some kind of link with, with one of those streaming services. And um, no, I'm definitely thankful for that. And, and look at this, you know, it's crazy <laughs> if you think about it. And I have a lot of these moments, you know, where you just like the little things 
yeah. that make it all so much worth it, you know, yeah. and just to continue. And and if, if you're telling me like, hey, 2017, that record, I was like, oh man, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I remember it distinctly. I always remember when I listen to a good song, you know, it's one of those things. Um, nice. Some people remember smells. That's not for me. It's always music with me. When I hear one good song, I always remember the time and place where I was, what I was doing, how I was feeling, where I was driving. I was driving past the beach at the time. Um <laughs> Nice. And here we are. Now, what was it about the song that you wanted to get rid of, but your partner wanted you to keep? Um, it was, uh, I mean, Lost in Known is, it's, 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 I mean, all my songs are personal, you know, some of them are just opinions. Uh, some of the, uh, some of, of them are, are the things that, uh, you know, just happened in my life. And, and I was in a dark, dark, dark time in my life at that, at that moment. And Lost in Known was a little bit too direct you know, for me. And of course, for others, it wouldn't, I guess. And and I was more like, oh, no, I, I cannot do this song right now. No, no, maybe not. Time. I don't know. And and I didn't feel like it. And and as you said, like, oh, no, you just do it. Do it, you know? And it's not, you know, like, I don't know. I, I did it. And yeah, now, it, now it's one of my favorite songs to play live. Yeah, it's a cracking song. Was that song about a, an ex? Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's about it, uh, somehow of a I was already like in a, in a darker place, you know, and, okay. and, and, and I just, I just quit my one life and just jumped into another one, you know, and not like, oh, jump just from one to the other. No, no, there was a little gap in between there, but, uh, I left, I left a lot behind and that, uh, yeah, that was, that was a rough one. And, uh, I don't know. She so just said to me like, well, just put that song on there and I'm thankful for that. Oh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. <laughs> Well, that's good. That's good. I know that you were writing, well, you released, I think, your first album as Tim Vantel, 2009, 2010, exactly, around yeah. that area. But yeah. obviously, you, you've got to have been doing stuff before then. What were you doing before you released Tim Vantel stuff? Oh, you don't, you don't want to know, man. No, no, no. I, 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 always, I always used to play, uh, play punk rock bands. Um, uh, that no one know and no one have, have to <laughs> they, no one has to know you yep. know uh it's no they they weren't all that great but no i started um i started playing guitar when i was 15 i did not know how to play guitar back then and i still don't know right now uh <laughs> now nah, i'm just kidding no but it's uh, no this this where i started and just with a bunch of friends um at a three piece band what were you listening to back then what got you into Punk music. The whole the whole epitaph kind of thing, you know, punkaramas. I had them all. I've, I love them. I still I still do love them. No, so like everything from from like you know the late nineties, beginning two thousands. Yeah, used to listen to a lot of it. And I don't know. I was always too too excited. I always wanted to go play, play, play. And uh, while all my other friends went to disco parties and you know hitting uh, hitting on girls and and and, and drink a lot and, and I don't know what they were all doing. Um, me and my friends, we we went from one I don't know you it was like youth center culture in Holland, yeah. which was great because yep. they were filled up every weekend because all the kids, the local kids, will go there and doesn't matter what what kind of music you played, they had a good time and and that's what we did. So we played shows every weekend and and I, I still don't know how we did that. I I can't remember like if we were allowed to drive cars. Probably. I don't know how we get to the first couple of shows. Mom and dad and everyone getting you around. And- I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I can't remember that. That's that's. The, I don't know. That's that's a weird thing. No, but then um, and that's what we did all the time. And uh, we every, every weekend we played somewhere else, and uh, and we didn't get paid, but we just got 
beers and food and, and sleeping <laughs> places. And we, we had the craziest times. It's more than enough. Yeah, no, definitely. And and uh, I don't know. I, I always want to continue and I want to go further. And, and you know, and my bandmates wanted to do the same. But uh, they were only words, you know, like they I was the only one. And, and I got frustrated. Then back in 2007 or 8, my friends took me to a show in Rotterdam. And it was this guy called Chuck Reagan. So, and this guy, Chuck Reagan, from, from also a nice punk rock band called Hot Water Music, mm-hmm. um, he, was, he was playing in Rotterdam in front of probably 20 people or something, and uh, just with an acoustic guitar. And, and I looked at him, and I was like, he's totally right. He is totally mm-hmm. right. Just get yourself an acoustic guitar and do what you want to do. And, you know, you don't have to worry about bandmates that, I don't know, grandma has got a birthday or, I don't know, mama whatever she got to do so they were not able to to tour or to play so i was like well let's get rid of all the excuses and just just jump into it back then like it was like almost like a, an acoustic guitar wasn't allowed in punk music <laughs> you know, it, it, it felt still, like it, it still isn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe not in a punk rock like heavy band yeah. or whatever but yeah. you know what i mean but now it's a pretty cool thing to do to hear a punk song on an acoustic guitar and I suppose that evolved over the years, and Epitaph had a lot to do with that. But this sort of punk acoustic genre that's come out is, is wowing people. Yeah, especially back then when I started, it was it was the perfect timing. Yeah, because that's where where things you know like everyone was doing it. You know, um, Chuck Reagan, Frank Turner, uh, Dave Haas, like so many, and it was such a great great period. You know, like. It was really nice. And then a lot of people like me, we, you know, everyone started doing it, but not a lot of them continued doing it mm. over the years, you know? So that's, I'm, I'm lucky that I, that I, I don't know. I don't know why. I, I seriously don't know why, why I'm still doing this. Uh, no, I, I do know why, but I, I don't know. It just, I kept on working and I, I went crazy. I, I, I toured my ass off. I actually want to grab Burning Desires on vinyl. Just before we uh, jumped on uh, on this pod, I was looking at some of the things you got for sale, and, and, and Burning Desires is still there, available for vinyl on your Spotify. So. Yeah, but I'm 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 so sorry for the crazy uh, shipping uh, costs. Uh, to Australia, everything's expensive to Australia. Yeah, but but it's the same. Every, hey, it's the same for us. You know, if we want to have something from Australia yeah. or from the states, it's just crazy, and and I don't know how to solve it. You know, that's that's my problem. Like if I. I was supposed to come to Australia uh, in March for a tour. Oh. Yeah, we were actually just planning that. And uh, it, it's, uh, well, I, I, I was supposed to do that together with, uh, with another guy, also an acoustic guitar. Uh, he's called Matsurosi from Germany. And we were planning it all together. But um, he had some uh, family issues. Um, someone, uh, someone in the family got, got uh, crazy ill and he wants to be there which i totally understand and respect that so we're gonna postpone it to 2024 probably so uh i'll see you then nice <laughs> yeah. I, will, I, will, I will bring a record for you with yeah <laughs> oh please do you no. can come and stay at my house you can swim in the pool you can nice. have access to everything you've got a bedroom and we've got the oh, dog man that's us <laughs> Let, let, yeah, and hey, 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 and if it's still nice weather, let's go on a camping holiday. <laughs> Absolutely, we can come yeah, and nice. check out the caravan. Oh, nice, man. <laughs> the other night, you put up on Instagram. Uh, I want to, I want to actually bring this up because uh, I, I, I love these stories. So you did a post. You said, 22 years ago, a friend of mine brought two tapes with some music that his brother yeah. listened to. One was from a band, and I'll probably get this wrong, but it's called Hardy Roosters. 
Is that right? Yeah, hydrocious. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got it wrong. Yeah. Uh, no, but, no, that's pretty good, actually. But yeah. you uh, you ended up starting gigging with them as well. I love stories like this where you sort of, a band that got you into music, you started, you know, learning songs, mm-hmm. and then here you find yourself playing with them. It's, it's, cra- it's really crazy. I mean, but that's, that's my whole career is something like that. You know, I, um, I always explain to people, like, I don't have a um, – bucket list i don't have one and that's probably the best thing ever you know there there is not a goal that i have i'm not gonna say like oh next year i have to uh, play this place or i have to do this or that no because then you're only gonna be disappointed so i never had a bucket list but i think i already fulfilled 10 of them (laughs) with things that i never thought i would actually end up in you know, and um, that is one of the things, like the Hydrosis. I'm actually playing, again, a show with them on Thursday. But there are, there are a lot of those stories. You know, like even Chuck Reagan. Chuck Reagan opened my eyes in 2007 to, to do this. I got to tour with him a bunch of, uh, bunch of tours. I even uh, destroyed one of his live records with my voice. So, you know, like... Um, <laughs> did you really then, destroy it or did you just think you did? I don't know. I think I did. I, 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 might, I, I don't know. I'm not, it's not my, it's, I don't think you could destroy yourself. Oh, trust me. You can, you can. <laughs> uh, nah, no, it's, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I cannot listen to it. So let's, let's keep it, okay. let's keep it there. Um, but uh, no, there, there are lots of them, you know, there are lots of those moments like uh, together with the Hydrosis, Miller Colin was one of the first uh, bands. Uh, I think the bigger concerts I've been to, and then one time I played this venue and this guy who organized it, he said like, oh, my band has got the same guitar as you, as you have. It's like an old Gibson Hummingbird. And I was like, oh, cool. You play in a band. He's like, no, I manage a band. I was like, oh, which band? It's like, yeah, a band called Millicon. I was like, no Aww. shit. You know, I love them. And then I think a couple of shows later, uh, Nicola, the, the, the singer, came up to one of my shows and uh, we were talking of doing a tour together. And then I think his wife got a good job and he had to take care of the kids. So we had to cancel it again. Story of my life, but hey, you know. <laughs> I'm just thinking, you bring up Millencolin. Millencolin are one of my favorite bands. And that's probably nice. the reason when I'm driving along and I and I listen to this voice and you, you remind me of them. Look, you don't sound exactly like them, but you know, you, there was mm-hmm. there was a familiarity there. But those guys, like, they were Epitaph, early 2000s exactly. as well. They're sti- they still are, yeah, yeah. It would be the best gig. You and them. Nah, yeah, we should make that. We yeah, should, we should get that, that going. Happen. I don't know. Well, what we, I yeah, do we that. should we, we should come come and play Australia together. Australia, I guess. Nice. No, um, no, but there, there, there are a bunch of those moments, yeah, through my whole career where I just think like, holy shit, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, like last year I played with one of the biggest German punk rock bands called Die Totenhose. They all sing in German, but hey, this little Dutch dude played in front of seventy thousand people last year. <laughs> you know, like. Is that just you and the acoustic guitar or you got the band, you got the band I was, behind you? I was, yeah, I was supposed to do it alone. And then I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to bring the band because I want to share this moment with my friends. Yeah. And I think it would have been uh, smart to do it alone, but I was more like, no, I want, I need to share this moment because or else no one's going to fucking believe this. I do love your songs and I love a lot of the vibe that you bring with some of the songs. For example, like if we all go down together, you know, you just listen to that song and I feel like everyone's around you and they're all got their arms around you, you know, and everyone's singing together. And Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely, uh, it's, it's just crazy because I always try to stay optimistic, although mm-hmm. I'm not the most optimistic kind of person, you know, like I'm not like the whole day, like, oh, this is all so great. No, mm-hmm. not at all. So it's, it's, it's weird, but it, 
I guess you're right. It's just the the uh, the feeling I, w- I would love to create. You know, there's so much bullshit going on on this planet. So you better yeah. just you know have have one hour of of joy and fun together in a bar or a venue or you know with seventy thousand people. Fine by me. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I have a bunch of sad songs as well and some serious serious stuff. And I love to play them as well. But you know, like if we go down, that is the song. That's always the last song of the set. And um, I'm not a big soccer fan at all. You know, I don't know the shit about it, but I always imagine it to be in a, like a stadium and, and everyone singing it. I can picture it. It's still that. one of my wishes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so far, I, I think I think it only happened once. Someone told me, which was crazy, but I uh, I don't know. Nah, it could be, it could, yeah, it could be a lot more. Look, you're busy at the moment as in you've got kids, you, you're married, <laughs> you're loving, loving being married too. I know you, you, you're madly in love. How do you fit it all in? Uh, I still need to sort it out. you know no because um my wife i'm so unbelievably thankful for her you know and and i should probably let her know more Uh, yeah you you play in a band as well i figured out i I have a lot of respect for all all the partners you know because you know the bands uh that go on tour people romanticize it people think it's all craziness it's all party and sometimes it is sometimes it isn't and uh my wife used to be a professional skier. She was always gone. She was always on the road. She traveled the whole world. And uh, so she knows how it is, you know. And and I took her, uh, before we got married, I took her with on, on a tour through whole Europe. And, you know, uh, my German shows are great. And then if I go to Portugal, which is great, there may be, whatever, 20 people max, you know. And, yeah. and so... A European tour, it's got all the different kind of styles, you know, like you have great shows, but you have also like terrible shows or terrible. It's not terrible, but like less luxury, yeah. you know, like no hotels, sleeping on floors or whatever. So I took her with because I wanted uh, her to to know how it is. All you see on Instagram and all that stuff, that's fucking bullshit, you know? Like, it's it's not bullshit, but there's so much more around it's it. It's a lot harder than yeah. it looks. Except, and people think like, oh, yeah, it's all like craziness, all parties, all joy. <laughs> Trust me, it isn't, you know? Yeah. Like sitting in a car with a bunch of smelly, smelly friends, you know, um, got ripped off by the police, got whatever, you know, like in a fight with whoever, drunk, whatever. I don't know. You know, there's so many. And it's like, yeah. if you think that your job is boring, you know, whatever kind of job someone is doing, you know, and you think like, oh, I need to, I need to get on the road because that's so much more fun. There's such a structure in touring. And it's like, you wake up this time, you go, you're going to have food, you're going to have your breakfast. You're going to have a shower, you get in a van, you drive for whatever, how many hours, you arrive, you set up, you check your emails, you have contact with home, um, you do sound check, you build up, you... And then, and you do all that, and sometimes you can get a show where 20 people are there, and it's great that there's 20 people there in front of you, but you do all that, and it can be deflating, can't it? But... uh, even those 20 people, I, I enjoy it so much. That saved me, you know. I can still enjoy playing in front of two people. Yeah. Of course. I mean, a thousand is great, but I'd rather have just 20 people having the best time than playing in front of a thousand people that think like, oh, no, not oh, again. I, do. I love that quote. 
That, yeah. That's awesome. No, but that's, that's so true, isn't it? That's the most important thing. Uh, just to come back to the previous question regarding family and everything, how I got to uh, do this. So yeah, I'm thankful for my wife. She let me do this all and, and she's really supportive. Now I have kids, you know, and the first one um, uh, was there in 2020, just like in the pandemic. And I've always been the guy like, I don't, I don't care if I got kids, I'm still going to tour my ass off and I'm, I need to do this. This is my life and whatever. And now I'm more like, I, I cannot go away from home longer than two weeks. <laughs> you know, like I don't want to. So, and then a the pandemic hits. And then, uh, so my daughter was born in September, 2020. And then it was all crazy. Like shows here, it was just impossible. And then the summer of 2021, I just took everything I could. And it were all weird shows, you know, sitting outside on, on, garden chairs and, and, and doing all these weird shows. But I was gone for three months almost, you know, and I was like, shit, that was not the plan. You know, like I mm. want to do like three weeks touring, three weeks back home, you know, because I want to see my kid. And then um, I've been back home every time, like one day, just as, as long as, as, as I could see my kid, you know. But then my wife just uh, does a video call the first week. I said, like, oh, look, your daughter's walking. And I was like, fuck my life. Oh, I'm here. No. And I'm, 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 missing, I'm missing out on that. Now I got a second kid. I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't been really touring. But now knowing that my wife is back home and, and has everything under control, way much better than I do, you know, <laughs> now nah, it's, it's just great. She's a machine. And then it's like, yeah, it's just crazy. And I'm really happy and she does it so well. And that's, that's, that's really important, you know, knowing that everything back home is great. They're in yeah. good hands. You know, they're not going to kindergarten at the moment, you know, she's like 24 seven with them and she loves it. And, uh, that's all that matters for me. And now I really enjoy coming back home. Oh, well, you got three good reasons to come home. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always had a good reason, but like, like, like even the last tour in May, um, was, there was with the whole band and, and then we drove up here with the van and my daughter was just waiting on the end of the street going crazy because daddy was going home. And that was my biggest dream. Also my biggest fear that she was like, ah, who are you? I don't care. I've been scared for that all the time, you know, but she was like, it was the opposite. It was a dream, you know, she was like, you know, like jumping and I was like, oh, daddy, daddy, daddy. So when I was like. I was like, I was like crying, you know, like, oh, <laughs> shit, this is so cute. So, yeah, no, I'm, I, I need to figure it out. I need to figure yeah. it out how it's going to be. It's, it's going to be different. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not planning on going away longer than, for example, three weeks, but time will tell, you know, like if I have to, I have to, I don't want to miss too much of my, uh, my kids growing up or not like video call. Video calls are great, but it's not the same. Not the same. Not the same, of course. Um, and you're sitting in like a studio at the moment, so I'm guessing this is where the new Tim Bantzel record is going to come from. Or uh... no, this is this is this is actually this is my office. Well, you got a lot of uh, a lot of guitars behind you. Yeah, I, I I love guitars. That's that's my biggest. That's, I, how many have you got? Yeah. Uh, too many. You never you you never tell your wife how many, do you? Uh, I do. That's, that, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy because I'm, every time I'm scared, you know, every time I'm scared. Everyone and, uh, I know who has a lot of guitars never says the exact number. They sort of go, "Oh, I've got um, I've got I've got five. Yeah, but I mean, she can walk in this room, she can count. And, and these are these are sadly not all of them. Uh, the touring guitars are in wow. different uh, places. No, no, I don't know. It's, it must have been like I don't know, twenty five or something like that. Um, I think not uh, enough. It's been it's been definitely not <laughs> enough. No, it, it is it is it is it is enough. But no, no. As I said, like we moved uh, to this to this house. 
uh, last summer and uh, it's it's an old house so uh, i need to renovate it and i do everything myself i don't have a clue what i'm doing but i'm i'm, I'm trying it's working out so uh this 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 is my new office but it's it's far from from being done and ready but it's just you know as long as the guitars are hanging it's it's all good have you played any of the australian guitars a mason or a cole clark no but i know i know they are like that's the shit the Cole Clark is really good plugged in, but the Maiton just sitting around playing is just, it's magic. I bet. I never had one in my hand so far. I, I, I know it. I know the brand and everything, but. But then again, you're playing Gibson, which is like the cream of the crop. So you might play a Maiton and a Cole Clark and be like, oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a, I play Gibson. Uh, the reason why I play it is that uh, I, I, I really like them. Not all of them are great. I'm going to be honest. Like really put one J45 uh, next to another J45 and they sound completely different. But there is so much finish on there. So they can handle some some touring. I'm a, I'm a really big Telecaster fan. I like Me too. Crazy. Me too. Crazy. What do you like? You like the Japanese? You like the American? And I have a weird thing for, for gold top guitars. So okay. like now I have a Japanese uh, Telecaster gold top. Hey, that, I got I, I just got a Japanese gold. Mine's like a Telecaster Deluxe and it's like gold, but it's got the white yeah. trim around it. I don't know. Yes. Is that similar to yours? Once hey, I, Leah, go I get it. <laughs> I, I just got that guitar. Oh, really? I just got that guitar. Nice. Nice. Oh, this that's is, so awesome. So, so I was... Um, I always had my eyes on a on a custom custom one, so and it was one of these because like there's there's there are two things for me that that are important on a Telecaster. Mm. Uh, nowadays, it's like gold. I, I don't know. I don't know why. Like I don't know why. I, I have this gold top whatever yeah. problem. And then the other is like bindings. I have an old. Uh, I think seventy eight. Ah, it's just. I need the bindings. That, that's all I need. You the know? binding so, uh, is so cool. So I, I went yeah. to the music shop and I played, I got 10 Telecasters down. So basically what happened was I got my Telecaster stolen. It was my fault. I left it in the car. I should have put it inside. You know the, oh, you know, you know the story. The biggest nightmare. So I, I decided to go to the music shop, went to the music shop, and I had 10 Telecasters off the wall and I played all 10. And the one I really loved is the one that you just picked up then and I bought it. I just love the nice. sound of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't really. You haven't played it much. No, no, I sound like a completely douchebag. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I haven't really played it. That's the guitar I just needed. Like all yeah. the others, I don't care. That's the that's really the only one I always wanted. It. We'll leave it on this. Are you going to release any music this year? Am I putting too much pressure on you? Is there going to be some new Tim Vantel? <laughs> <laughs> you do now it's uh it's 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 about time again um no i released my my latest record uh, at the very beginning of the pandemic in 2020 yeah yep. trust me i don't know uh, did you guys release something in this uh pandemic uh yeah, yeah yeah we well the band formed during the during the pandemic oh wow so, uh, uh, nice yeah so so we we started releasing stuff and we still are we've got a new song coming out on friday which is which is which is like really exciting well basically how we did it like you probably you well and truly would know this, but we just got like sort of all of us in the studio and and recorded a bunch of songs, and then we're just gonna you know do a bunch of singles, you know, until yeah, yeah, exactly. feel like yeah. it's all singled out, and then we'll release the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, but but did you release like like a like a full album in this in this in this time? No, not, a, not an album. Okay, no. so so the next time when there is another pandemic, don't don't do that. 
You know, no, like I tell you, everyone, yeah. no, it's the worst. It's the worst oh. idea to release a record. In it. I did it because, uh, as you also probably know, like if you have songs out there, you recorded it. You just want to have it out. You know, yeah. you you yeah. can't wait to just throw it into the world. And we didn't know how long this pandemic was going to go for. Also, of course, yeah, yeah, no, but um, no, but for me, it was at the beginning because I was in the studio in January 2020, and that's exactly when the news came out like oh there's a virus in china and i was like ah oh, that's it's just the flu you know and i was at that moment i was thinking oh hopefully a lot of guys in australia are gonna drive around with the flu and listen to my songs you know i was kidding um but uh it did happen no, no, yeah yeah exactly yeah i've heard something like that um anyway uh so yeah so yeah i had that record and it was already planned for may 2020 and, you know like a lot of people canceled their releases and i was like no way Everyone is sitting back home. They better have some new music to listen to. So that's uh, that's how I decided to just release it. it. But it's not a good idea. Not at all. You know, like I haven't done properly touring with that record. Um, in, in, and, and, and that's, it sucks. I don't, I don't call it a waste. It's just, it's just, you know, it's, it's tough to, to, you know. Because you can't go out on the road and, and essentially make more money from it. You know, like if we're talking about, if we're talking about it as a business, it's probably not the best business decision, is it? But a lot of people released yeah. in 2020. A lot of my favorite records, punk records too, were 2020, but the bands just didn't, they weren't able to back it up no. with some touring. Exactly. So that, that, that was the biggest, uh, that was the biggest problem. So that's also what I decided, like, okay, I'm not going to release another record or anything in this pandemic because it's, it's not going to, you know, help me out. And now, so... I mean, we cannot really say that it's already over the whole pandemic, but it's, yeah. I mean, as good as, you know, things are normal again up here, I, I, I bet up there as well, right? Yeah, you can fly places, you can go you know, wherever you want. There's no restrictions. You can, you can spit in someone else's beer and it's all fine again, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so like, but now everyone is going to release, you know, so it doesn't make sense here. And, uh, because if, if you're going to release at the same time as everyone, then it's just gonna, you know, yeah, be gone. Uh, but it's about time to, uh, to write again. And, but that's the most stressful time for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not a studio guy. I don't like studios. Not at all. I don't like the pressure, <laughs> you know, I just need to be out on the road. That's what I like to do most. Um, but I need to. I hope there will be something that I, I can release this year. It's about time. I'm excited for new stuff, but I have to start. So I'm going to start uh, now. Well, uh, good. Right right this second. I'm excited for it. There's a lot of people who would be very excited for it. You've got a lot of fans. You've got so. a lot of people out there that just love a bit of Tim Vantle. And uh, and down here in Australia, I've been getting my mates into you as well. So you're going to have to come around. Really? we um, I, Yeah, I need to sort that out. I would love to. I mean, it was really planned for this March. Yeah, I know. Um, now we're going to put it to 2024. Because that's all. That's also a scary thing, you know, like going to a completely different part of the world and and, you know. Don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen. It's gonna yeah. be. I mean, the flights are extremely expensive, uh. and get everything up there. It's so expensive. Like, and even traveling Australia, it's so big. <laughs> you know, I don't have to tell you that, but hey, for me, you know, like we can't we can't even imagine. You know, like I was born in Holland. Holland is like two hours, and and you're out of the country. Yeah, we drive two hours. We're not even out of the city. <laughs> exactly. I know. I know. It's, it's just no, but it's for us. It's for for us, it's really like like really. I've I've never been to Australia, so it's high on the list. Uh, we're planning to do that to do that, and uh, I don't know. We need to get everyone uh, down there. And uh, hey, let's play a show together. Yes! I would love to. 
Let's do Which that. We really like, like, yeah. So because we have contact, and I got a bunch, bunch of friends uh, up there that I, that I would love to see. And um, oh well, uh, you can stay at my house. You can play my cold cart guitar. I can bring it out on the road. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Let's definitely do that. I'm really excited to do that. And uh, by then, I should probably. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to promise anything. Have have a new record out. Awesome. Tim Vandal, thank you so much for jumping on the Street Press podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure from when I listened to you when when I had the flu and I was driving around to actually being able to hook up on Zoom and have a chat, how the world has changed and how nice it is that we can have a chat like this. Thank you very much and and, and enjoy your holiday and enjoy it. And uh, yeah, take care, stay healthy. You have a release this this Friday, right? This this Friday. The song's called Hollywood Famous. And uh, Oh yeah, I saw saw a post of that. So I'm going to definitely check it out. Nice. Awesome. Excited? Oh, I'm so pumped. I love I love releasing music. I love I love when other people release music, let alone when I release music. Yeah, you know? yeah it's crazy, it's, right? It's, it's a great feeling, isn't it? It's it's a scary thing, but it's also it's also just great to get it out there and and you know, something you worked on for such a long time. And I know, especially with with your friends and and, and you know, do it together. Yeah. Nice. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Well, I wish you all the best and uh we're gonna see each other in uh two thousand twenty four. Yes. Yes. I'm excited. There he is, Tim Vansel, all the way from Germany, where he resides, obviously, originally from the Netherlands. Go and check out Burning Desires. That's his record in 2017. Look, it's a good starting point. If you haven't heard of him before, I guarantee that album will be the one that you get into and you'll start adding him to all your playlists. And also, we're going on tour, he and I, uh, next year. Completely unconfirmed, but he was the one that brought it up. So uh, I'm uh, going to hit him up later in the year about that and whether it's going to go ahead or not. (laughs) So, Tim, expect another email from me. All right, it's time for this. All right, this is the part of the show you can write on in. Head to thestreetpresspodcast.com forward slash letters, and that's what Scotty McGee did. For those who don't know Scotty McGee, he is the drummer in the Ritzy Kids, which is the band I'm in. <laughs> so he actually wrote into the show. Now, he got a bit of an inkling. I think it was more than an inkling. I think I had a few too many beers once, and I told him that uh, one of his favourite bands or one of his favourite artists was uh, about to come on the show, and I almost locked it in. I'm still in the process of getting it happening. He goes, mate, where is he? I've been hounding you for weeks. As your number one listener, I demand answers. In all seriousness, I'm loving your work. I listen to a lot of music pods, but you can tell they are all scripted. The way yours is, is just the general chat and it makes it easier to listen. I did not pay him to say this. He he went on his own accord and he wrote it. He said, keep up the good work, dude. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, we love a couple of hon yes. Uh, thanks, Scott. Look, I'm still working on the artist that you wanted on. You're not the only one that wants him either. Um, I think Ben Nichols out there, he's craving to hear from this artist. I won't spill the beans on it just yet because I'm still working on it. As for our band, The Ritzy Kids, you can check out our single. It's coming out this Friday. It's called Hollywood Famous. As Tim Vandal, he's even amps. He's keen to hear it. So uh, this Friday, Hollywood Famous. Hopefully you like it. <laughs> He's a little sneak peek, though. If you love your punk rock, pop punk, add that song to your playlist. It's coming out this Friday. All right, time for me to go and grab a beer. I'm out of here. I'll catch you next Wednesday. Ta-da. Ta-da.